This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 108 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Conley Jr. And with me as always is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, the gauntlet for the gold is back, baby. It's not 20, guys, though. It's like what, eight. So there's that. But Ken Shamrock is making his in-ring return. We have not seen him since August of 2002 when he lost the NWA World Championship to one of the other participants, Ron Killings, Dallas, Gone for the Gold, Ken Shamrock, tag team title match, Big Vito's in ring debut. Are you jacked for TNA oh. tonight or what? Oh boy, am I jacked for this show, Bob? Although I don't know if they'd let us say that on the show anymore with this new family. I feel like maybe that might not sound good. New family of what? New family-friendly show, like saying, like, are you jacked for the show? Like, it could be taken in a wrong word, you know, way. So, I don't know if we should really... I think we should probably start cutting down on, like, the swearing and stuff, maybe. Nah, man, fuck that. We shouldn't even be saying damn. I mean, I don't even got time for that shit. We should have... So, what we should have done is we should have started out, like, wild, right? And then we we start to get, like, a little X-rated showing some boobies and then like we start like being really bad and then we have to start cleaning up our act man we're getting on tv we just follow the same trend yeah we uh you know what you should have found like a censorship button that way if we like slipped up or something you could just like boop and just keep yeah hit it we do that'd be too much the to dump, keep track the of dump button be like no i remember um when the the major pod first came out they were trying to censor yeah, they were all the swear words, and so eventually they got to a point where Mark kept getting like pissed and was like, "Whoa!" Because he'd have to keep writing down the times to go back and censor, and sometimes they'd miss them. And eventually they were like, "Fuck, fuck it, like just leave it." And like so now they don't now they don't do it, which is great. Uh, but I it, it, it kind of reminded me of that because like was it because they were trying to market towards kids or something. I don't think necess- I think they were trying to keep it very open. Of like, oh, what if someone's listening to this with their kids in the car? It's talking about toys after all, you know? So I think in general, they're trying to keep it that way. I don't know if they were ever really marketing toward kids necessarily, but I think they were trying to keep it pretty clean. And then eventually it got to the point where it's just like, like whatever. Well, you know, they're, the YouTube channel, I could see maybe trying to be geared towards children. The YouTube videos, they do censor stuff still. If they're like that doing a vlog sense. and they swear, those they censor. I get the, that. The podcast, I, I mean, I've was, I listen to it fairly regularly because, I mean, they're in, entertaining guys. That definitely comes across as more of a like your diehard action figure collectors. Right. Because they could be, I spent uh, $5,500 on uh, Turbo Man. And it's like, what? You did what? Like, what are you doing? 
Well, (laughs) those are the diehard figure fans. But if you're listening to the TNA Crossline podcast, you're a diehard TNA fan. Yeah, you got some medical issues because... Hey. Oh, boy. No, because you know what good, entertaining wrestling is uh, and what some ridiculous stuff is and what some really, really good stuff is going to be coming up. So I think you're pretty smart if you're listening to our show. And you're also really smart if you're already following us over on Twitter, over at CrossTheLineTNA. And you're pretty smart, but I understand if you don't already follow us on Facebook, TNA Crestline Pod. You know, what else do we got, Bob? We got YouTube. You just type in our name. You subscribe. You can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash CrossTheLineTNA, and you can buy a t-shirt. Those shirts are selling out, man. They are selling like hotcakes. They say, dude, they say they are print to order, but they keep telling us, you guys got to slow down. Yeah, man, stop plugging it. No. It's we, true. Never, we never plug our personal webs, our personal Twitters. Uh, we don't. And uh, not that I, it's not that I don't want to. I just don't think I, I'm not very entertaining on my personal. I'm trying to get better and tweet more often about like things I watch something. Bob's Twitter is actually pretty good. I got to say. I think Bob should have more Twitter followers for his wrestling comments. I agree. So type me in, Bob Collins Jr. I'm, I'm holding my nephew. It's in your head. Well, that's your Facebook, isn't it? No, I changed my picture on Twitter, too. You did? Yeah, because I want to be more likable and not so aggressive with my shirt off and the sailor's hat on. Oh, shit, you are. Oh, I. I you know what? I did notice, I guess you changed it, but... I do like the sailor one. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to market myself as a family man and kind. Hmm. So. Oh, okay, I mean, you're definitely doing that then. Yeah, so that's my attempt. And well, then you have Dallas, who uh, Matt Cardona couldn't pronounce his Twitter handle. He didn't know what it was. He was like XOXOWI. Socks. <laughs> so, and I was like, oh my. it says my name. He could have just read my name. It says my name. I know. I think they, I think they did. But then he was also like, the handle is XOXOWI. He should have just not even. He should have said, yeah, you know who you are. He should have just said, you know. That was really funny. And I was like, damn. I was like, he really. When we met him at or when I met him at Excite, I should have been like, you butchered the fuck out of my Twitter name. Yeah, but that's okay. We can't all we can't all be me. But anyways, Bob, just on last episode, what was it five days ago on Impact? Yeah, it was quite the show. It always is. That's how Impact goes, right? Um, so let, you know, we're, let's talk about that very briefly here. Um, before this huge paper, we know everything. I think on the pay per view tonight, which Bob alluded to ninety percent of. Um, it was pretty exciting. Calling for the gold, the three-way tag team match, the tag team titles, Big Vito's in-ring debut in TNA, Monty Brown, D'Lo Brown, must be a winner, and Kazarian and Michael Shane are teaming up, and they're uh, going to be facing D-Ray 3000 and Shark Boy. So we got quite a bit to look forward to. But we got a few things to talk about, about impact. Uh, so let me just run down the card quick. Let's get that out of the way. I'm going to kick us off with some pretty bad news. Yeah, you were, like, teasing me and taunting me about uh, what this could possibly be. 
you know, well, I'm going to, we're going to talk about bad news and then we're going to talk about Dennis Rodman a little bit and a little bit about the show. So, uh, on July 2nd, 2004, we just watched on last episode. If you didn't listen yet, guys, check it out in the archive. It was just last week. It's not far. You don't have to dig for it. It's a pretty good show. Primetime defeated Alex Shelley in his, really his, his uh, debut besides in a dark match, which is pretty exciting to see. Then America's Most Wanted and D'Lo Brown defeated Team Japan, which is Miyamoto Nasawa, and a guy whose name on cage match is wrong, and I don't know how to pronounce it in The Observer, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And we said he looked like not a real Japanese star. He's wearing an Under Armour shirt yeah. and the pants and stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, is that but, is that somebody? Because I swear to God. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I fucking So, uh, Monty Brown defeated Abismo Negro. Kazarian and Michael Shane teamed up to defeat Chris Sabin and Amazing Red. And then in the main event, Team Canada, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, Petey Williams, with Scott Demore, defeated the three life crew, BG James, Conan, and Ron Killings, and yes, the worm. Dennis Rodman was kind of in their corner a little. Did absolutely nothing. Did absolutely fucking nothing. Okay, so I just want to get this part of the way. It's really sad. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I just don't even want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Um, AJ Styles uh, was supposed to appear on Impact this past uh, week, but unfortunately his brother committed suicide. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is uh, fucking crazy and very sad. Uh, and th- that was on July 1st where he, he took his own life. So the, like the, um, the day of the taping. Right, because they tape um, the day before. Uh, this, of course, as Dave notes, uh, cast a dark cloud over the Orlando tapings. Uh, he was scheduled to actually be facing Alex Shelley, and Primetime actually subbed for that in that match. Mm. So um, he goes on to say a lot of people in the company were really broken up as he was there and getting ready for his match when he got the news. Oh. Dave, yeah. Uh, David Young, who is probably his best friend in the company, was also taking it hard, although he did end up working a dark match against Shark Boy. So pretty crazy. That's and uh, very sad news. Um, that did uh, honestly, if this didn't like like uh, um, affect what was going to happen match wise, I don't even know if we'd bring this up because it's you know it's not really our business and it's really sad. I don't like starting with sad news. But. No, that's uh, yeah, that's horrible. Suicide's nothing to uh, joke about. No, no. So uh, we are. That's why we're not joking. So, um, let's talk about Dennis Rodman a bit. So, Dave notes here that the Dennis Rodman deal turned out to be a big nothing. Well, we noticed that. I'm going to stop real quick there, though, and say I'm actually even shocked he came. Because they, as we know, they've announced people in the past. And even while we're watching the show, Bob, I'm sitting here like, is he even going to come out? I re- I didn't know what they were doing. So um, the idea they came up with was for Rodman to manage three life crew against Team Canada. The idea is that Rodman would take out Scott Demore with a choke slam and clean house after Team Canada is doing a five-on-three beatdown. 
which would then bring out Jeff Jarrett swinging the guitar. Jarrett would be about to hit Rodman with it when Ken Shamrock would make the save and break the guitar, hoping for a sports center moment. Figuring you've got Jeff, of course, in there to get the rub uh, from being with Rodman and Shamrock. Well, Rodman got there and vetoed everything they came, came up with, even to the point where he wouldn't come out wearing a ba- the basketball jersey as they requested. So if you noticed, Three Life Crew, as we mentioned, all were wearing the same like TNA right. basketball jersey. And I or, even said he should be coming out with a, the same jersey. Exactly, and he refused. Um, which, I don't know. I think that's a little silly, but... Just put uh, the fucking shirt on. Does it tell us how much he got paid for this? I'm not sure if I have that information. But actually, I do have. I do think I have a note about it that kind of makes sense. Um, let me. Let, let, yes, I had coming up here in just a second. Okay. So, um, they ended up wasting their money. So here we go. Um, but one TNA official reported it wasn't all that much money. Mainly a plane flight because his agent had him come as a favor to Jarrett as both are represented on a personal appearances by the same guy. So they really had to buy his plane ticket. And then they kind of worked that out. Uh, Which also could explain why he was like, I ain't doing none of this shit. Maybe. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, As they got a... That's the same thing I just said. Um, As they got uh, no pub regarding him being there all week, and since he did nothing, they got nothing coming out. Uh, and he kind of continues on there and saying, maybe this is a lesson to work out the angle and have everyone agree to it before advertising a guy being there. A lot of wrestlers were upset about Rodman refusing to do anything. Some, being almost half serious, started egging Shamrock on to go down to the ring and just scare the hell out of him because of the attitude he displayed backstage and in front of people. As it was, he got there sat at the Spanish announcer's desk, flirted with women in the crowd, and wasn't over to begin with. Fans were chanting Rodman's worthless at him, and he he was managing the baby faces. And then, and and they were correct. Uh, according to those who know Rodman, he got there and thought, what have I gotten myself into? Since the only people he even recognized, uh, since, sorry, since the only people there he even recognized, and he's a wrestling fan, were Jarrett, Shamrock, and Conan. Um, it's kind of messy. Could you just imagine if Shamrock was like a complete loose cannon, and like they convinced him to do that, and go out and be like, "Hey, what the fuck? Put the, fucking, put the fucking jersey on." He fucking wh- whips it at him. Put this yeah. bullshit on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That does not surprise me, though. He only recognizes Shamrock, Conan, and Jarrett. Although, with Jarrett, oh, I guess in 90, 97, I guess he would have seen him. Same with Conan. and then But Shamrock, I mean, I guess he's got to be watching Raw, because, like, he didn't have any interaction with Shamrock. Well, I mean, Shamrock was in, like, the, the like UFC and all that kind of fun stuff. He's the, the, he was kind of big well, in the fighting world. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if Rodman's a wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, if he's a wrestling it. fan. Right, right. So. Fair point. I mean, I, he could be watching UFC as well. Of course, that's where he would know him. So, Yeah. Okay, so I, I just got really two more things here, and it's just kind of breaking down a bits of a uh, bit of the show that we watched in the last episode. And one more, like, quick thing before the R-Explosion notes. 
and uh, that's it. So, the TV show was mainly in-ring with few angles. Primetime pinned Alex Shelley in a strong opener and the best match on the show. Shelley, who just turned 21 in the last few weeks, looked really good, or really looked good, as he says, um, doing a lot of offshoots of British style, and he's studied, which he has studied on videotape. They also had almost no time to put anything together since primetime was thrown out there last minute because obviously he was he was subbed for Styles. Uh, D'Lo and America's Most Wanted beated beat Nisawa, Miyamoto, and let's see if I can do this, Maki Inu, who is David Young under a mask. No wonder we thought he did not look like a real Japanese wrestler. Now, that being said, on last episode, I said... I'm so upset with myself because I should have I should have fucking noticed that. I, I made the mistake of trusting Cage Match when we were watching the show because on Cage Match, it lists him as a wrestler named Masada. Not the Masada that I feel like most people would probably be familiar with, but right. another, another Japanese wrestler named Masada. And when I... I didn't think much of it because... I clicked on his name, and I was like, I don't think any of these alter names are what they just called him, but I was having trouble hearing, so I just didn't think. I was like, whatever. But yeah, it was David Young, which (laughs) explains why he needed long sleeves to cover his tattoos, dude. It makes so all all the sense in the world. Well, they were built as uh, Team Japan, of course. But uh, But you want to know what's even funnier is that he's still lost. Add it, add it to his record. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep it up and then unmask him. Like, oh, no, he's 300 it should, and 0. It should be a storyline. Mike Tanay could be like, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to apologize because of Ron Impact. Uh, David Young was under a mask trying to get a win, and it turns it, out he did not. I so like that Add it to the list. He's 0-48 or whatever it's at now. I like the idea of it. Um, during the match, the Naturals took America's Most Wanted tag team titles and left with them. So they were kind of teasing that whole thing again. Remember, nine-tenths of the law, baby. Of course. Um, Shane and Kazarian, managed by Tracy. Uh, and Dave notes that she was given a makeover to have her look uh, like Francine. As he says, no. of, of ECW fame. No which way. I think it's hilarious that he has to say that. No. I don't think so either. I think no she's way. Tracy. Like, yeah. Francine wouldn't be... She, she didn't wear, like, jeans. She was always wearing, like, dresses and, like... I mean this in a complimentary way of her character, but she was like always looking kind of like a slut. Well, that's kind of what she was doing. That's the character. That was the character. Yeah, like Tracy doesn't come across like a slut to me. No, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. And the this. looks, like maybe maybe on this episode, like this episode uh, when we see her, oh, like, okay. it'll be different. Like maybe different than what we saw. But like, she, yeah, Francine would not be wearing like jeans and hats. Yeah, like that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree no, with that. No, I think that's a bad comparison. I agree. Uh, and of course, uh, they ended up beating Saban and Red when Shane pinned Saban with a super kick, which actually I was a pretty, um, I was pretty surprised about that. But uh, uh, I was pleasantly surprised by it. And like pleasantly, said, right? And what I and like what I said on the Impact show, I, Kazarian and Michael Shane. Okay. I think that's a really good tag team. And you had mentioned they kind of have like the same attitude and stuff. And you're absolutely yeah, right. The cocky and, and like, it's yeah. And I think that if America's most wanted wins this feud against the Nationals, which I'm sure they're going to. Um, right. 
Kazarian, Michael Shane would be a great next team to challenge. Now I'm sure they'll go like team Canada or something, but I, I would rather see Kazarian and Michael Shane get a, yeah. like get a, a feud with the tag champions. I think that'd be cool. I do think we need to start trying to either make new teams or something. I feel like we need to like freshen up our tag division a little. Uh, I, I mean, I just feel like we need yeah. more. Like I want more. I want more than just like a couple teams. And we had it for a while. Well, I think I think the issue, at least for me, is like there's just not babyface teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Sure. You know, so you have America's Most Wanted. Daniels in prime time, I guess, are a babyface tag team. Same yeah. with Saban and Red. But Saban and Red are singles guys that are just doing. Yeah, that. but that one, yeah, that doesn't count as a team to me. I the way they presented Michael Shane like, and Kazarian, two, I guess. But like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like you said. It doesn't seem as fresh. Right, Kazarian and Michael Shane. They presented them. I feel like as a team, Red and Saban are like buddies who are like, we're gonna help each other out tonight. Yeah, like they're teaming out of convenience. Meanwhile, Kazarian and Shane are like, no, dude, we're together. So, I feel like they presented them that way. So we'll see what happens. Um, unfortunately, we did see uh, Fair Play do his reality show participant challenge, and he cut that promo. It was like a video. Yeah. Um, Dave notes that this is essentially an updated version of the Jimmy, Jimmy Hart DJ challenge that he used to do in WCW. And he also says that Fair Play's delivery on the promo was terrible. And watching it last um, last episode, man, uh, it was not his best work. No, it was not. I I did not like it. Did yeah. Honestly, I, I did not think it was good. In fact, it does not make me interested at all. I know what they're trying to get to by doing it, and I understand. But that doesn't mean I gotta like it. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't even happen. I can't even rationalize right. who they would bring in to do that. They they wouldn't even be able to get D listers, Bob. I mean, it'd be have you'd have to go to like way in the alphabet. You'd have to be getting people that no one even knows who they are and be like, oh, he was on fucking they, the challenge or what? And like, who right. is that guy? Who's that guy? He they lost an episode make, one. They could, <laughs> he had to leave because like he had butted a guy. Right. They they could just make shit up. They go, oh, here's Steven from uh, The Bachelorette, and guess what? He got cut before the taping even began. But he's technically a reality guy. So, oh, go out there, Steven. It's like some independent wrestler from, like, California. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just don't know. I guess don't know. <clears throat> I don't... think they're trying, to some extent here, to make him come across like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And it's not, it's not Andy Kaufman level. Let's just clear that up. No. It's just you, not. you know what would be kind of cool? That I think it, it's the, in our world of wrestling, right? Because I, I, you can't, if you just bring random people, no one's going to give a shit. Unless they're like a, a truly high profile reality television star. And like, do does that exist? No, I don't really think it does. A high-profile reality star? I mean, I can't think of any. Kim Kardashian. I guess, but she's famous for other reasons, too, though. Like, who do you oh, know? That sex tape is pretty fucking reality. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Come on. That's a good point. You can't get more real than that. <laughs> no, you can't. You certainly can't. Um, Paris Hilton, another one, same reason. Okay, Par- okay, Paris Hilton I agree with. Well, she's also was she, did she come out with the sex tape first or after? 
Uh, I want to say... Because Kim was, like, first, and then that's kind of how she got famous. Right. But I... Oh, man. Maybe... I think Paris Hill might have been after. She might... Okay, I think she might be, like, one of the... the, Okay, yeah. Like, she's a big one. But she's not going to fight Johnny Fairplay. I might be searching up... I'm not searching up the sex You can. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Just do it. When did it come out here? So, international stardom, it says it started in 2003. Well, she was like a model. So, she was famous for being, I guess, a model, probably, right? Okay, that's interesting. Well, here's my idea. Okay, and The Simple Life was 2003. Oh, dude, that's in our timeline. Right. Shit. So... I thought the tape was like 2004. I, I mean, I, yeah, I have no clue. I have zero um, <laughs> recollection of when that was. <laughs> uh, uh, 2003. 2003, okay. Well, oh, yeah, it was leaked on the internet shortly after the debut of The Simple Life. Oh, shit. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes more sense now. So there you go. Yeah, so 2003 right. is when that came out. Okay, so here's my thought. What if they can get someone that was on Tough Enough? Well, they already did that, Jonah. Well, for the challenge, Bob. For the challenge? Okay, well, yeah. I don't want to talk uh, about Jonah. I see. I already forgot about that. Well, dude. here, you know what? Here, we're literally in the perfect timeline to discuss this shit with Paris Hilton. TMZ, dude. That's a new segment here. TMZ corner. TMZ. So, yeah, we're gonna talk about celebrity gossip. Celebrity gossip <laughs> before the pay per views. <laughs> so, the guy that she made the tape with started to distribute the tape himself in April two thousand four. Wow. In July, which is where we're at now. He dropped his lawsuit against him. They paid the guy in Red Light District paid Paris four hundred thousand dollars plus a percentage of the tape sale profit. Well, that's nice of him. But then she claims she never made a dollar. Bullshit. I I bet she got it. Come on. If a guy if I made a sex tape with a guy, if I'm a woman, and I guess if I was myself, and they were to give me four hundred thousand dollars, I'm not gonna be like. I'd be like, thank you. This helps. Yeah, this is nice. Thank you. Thank you. It's already out there. You might as well take the money for it. What the hell? Right? Yeah. Well, who knows? We'll see what happens with this. It's I not, agree with you. Right. I, I'm not expecting much to come of this rea- reality star challenge thing. Um, if the promo was any indication, I hope it doesn't. But I don't know. I just didn't. It's just not not what I look for in wrestling. So. That's yeah. just how it is. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the main event was that Team Canada's uh, Bobby Roode, Williams, and Eric Young going over three life crew when Jarrett hit BG James with a guitar shot. He was about to do the second guitar shot when Ken Shamrock ran in and got the guitar, and then he broke it. Um, he says, whatever momentum they had seems to have been lost. The, show, the shows have a sameness feeling about them. And they build to pay-per-view shows weekly, 
which is too frequent and worse because the pay-per-view shows haven't been delivering, which is a pretty interesting note given that uh, Bob specifically has not been enjoying pay-per-views as much recently, except last week, which, as we found out on last episode, no one else agreed with us. That's so bizarre to me. No one. Like, one person. Uh, Which is, yeah, it's weird. Uh, But my last note before our explosion uh, stuff briefly is Dave says here, if they do move to Orlando permanently, it would be best to have the Wednesday show be just the pay-per-view as opposed to doing the explosion and pay-per-view the same night. Uh, That way they could do explosion on Thursday after the pay-per-view and have a better idea of when they were going, where they are going since the show would have already taken place. So essentially kind of switching up the order. Yeah. Okay. So I, I feel like the pay-per-views are suffering because they want the TV to be good. I do. I think, I think there's been a lack of focus in that regard, which Mm -hmm. is like, you know what? That's fine. Um, if you move to Orlando, I, I think you gotta stop these Wednesdays, Wednesday pay-per-views. I think so. I really do. I don't think, I don't think you can do that because sure you're, we've talked about this before and I think maybe even on impact we talked about this, that you're going to be able to fill the event, the, the studio regardless because it's, you know, part goers and you can probably just be like, Hey, come on and whatever. Right. But, I think to an extent to like the viewer at home to have the pay-per-view at the impact zone and then have the TV there too is going to make the pay-per-view not seem like special or important. Right. So I, 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 I agree, try man. to avoid that. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be really interesting going forward, um, what they decide. And we've already heard these rumors that literally in, what, a couple weeks, they're saying, people were saying it could be the last weekly pay-per-view. Yeah, like July 25th or something like that, right? Something like that. I couldn't remember the exact date we were given, but yeah, it's like one of those days, and it's just like, uh, that's like really soon. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Dallas got a nice meal. Can't wait to hear him chewing I, away on the fucking podcast now. No, I will not be doing that. Though. Professionalism doesn't <clears throat> exist here on the TNA Crossline podcast. Oh, please. Oh, so, uh, Explosion, it's interesting because uh, Cage Match doesn't have anything listed, but there was there was matches that were, I'll say taped, I don't know for sure, I guess, um, on the July 7th, 2004 weekly pay-per-view. Um, so, we're just going to talk about them. We're going to cover our bases. If it was, I guarantee it was on explosion. Cage match isn't um, end all be all. So, uh, as we found out with David Jung under a mask, I'm so I'm still so mad about. Is that nuts? It's crazy. Um, Team Canada's Eric Young and Johnny Define defeated Rob Echoes and Damian Adams. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Abyss defeated Drew Johnson, and then finally AJ Styles defeated Nate Webb. All before the pay-per-view. Hmm. AJ, so that probably means we're not going to see AJ on the show, right? I guess I'd be kind of surprised if we did. Um, yeah. What was it? Um, 
what was the oh so echoes in uh Damian adams of course rob echoes would go on to be robbie Lee. i think we've right talked about that before. yep but so that's interesting though that they uh, echoes and adams because i've seen them quite a few times um with 3pw out of philly oh, okay i don't know if they really team together though they might have Damian adams ain't he isn't too bad I believe he actually, I think Adams uh, for a moment there was dating uh, Diana Perrazzo. Really? Yeah. The name sounds familiar, but I can't like put a face to it. I think he, I want to say he helped train her, but I could be wrong. Interesting. Yes, this is fun facts. Fun facts. TMZ, the TMZ report. TMZ corner, baby. Hey, don't uh, sue me, TMZ, okay? It's not really a thing. No, okay? it's a joke, guys. We're not really doing that. Satire. Okay. Satire. Completely satire. Completely. Oh, Bob. I know you're doing it. It's about that let's, time. Let's do it, dude. July 7, 2004. All right. Weekly pay-per-view. If you want to watch along, head over to Impact Plus, or if you have it in your own personal collection, I guess that would work out, too. Uh, the runtime for this is approximately one hour, 55 minutes, and nine seconds. So this is maybe a little bit longer than most weeks, but maybe that means something big is going to happen. After all, we're coming off the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. We, we need some fireworks. All right, so let's let's get into this. I'm going to count down from three when I say play. That's when you're going to want to follow along. Or if you just want to listen to us commentate and maybe hear Dells eat his salad and chicken. It's not. Uh, it's that it's green work. beans. It's not salad. Green, excuse me. If I see green, it's salad. So that's fine. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh, dude, it's Sabu. Sabu acknowledging Raven in this video package. We haven't seen Raven, I feel like, in a couple of weeks. No, Probably because of the ribs, right? I it must be, right? Um, is it weird that I I still like look at Sabu as like, oh, he should be um I feel like he should be like tied up to the thing like Hannibal Lecter still. Like I still picture Sabu mm. like that. Isn't that weird? Mind you, I've barely watched DCW. So the fact that, that that's still my picture of Sabu is kind of crazy. Well, I think that shows you how much that probably resonated with fans. Because it was such a unique presentation that it stood out. And that's how we kind of, I would imagine, started getting really recognized in the right. States. So I agree with that. That would be kind of cool if they brought, if he just snapped to that point where he had to be contained like that. Yeah, that's I like that stuff. I don't know. It's just weird to see him taunting like Raven is like, what? To I think to an extent here, this is the most I've seen Sabu like humanized. That's a really great point. I agree with that because like holding the picture of his uncle and everything, like yeah, like it's kind of it's getting rid of that mystique. Yeah, I think it even is. with Taz, like the Taz feud in '96 and '97. I don't remember him, like, taunting like Taz. I mean, the guy never even said a word, and he hasn't said a word here either. No, but I remember, like, what year was it? You'll know. The When he first came to 2CW. Um, 2010? That's what I thought it was. It's like 2010-ish. Yes, I think so. Oh, like, I met him, and, like, he didn't talk. Like, he, st- he was, like, kayfabing. Right. Well, maybe he just didn't want to talk to you. Well, 
he seemed pretty friendly on that. Now, now he's day. doing like shoot interviews. Dude, yeah, it's so weird. It's like readily available. It's like the Undertaker too. Like that guy would never not be in character. Now it's like, hey, I'm Mark, uh, right? And I'm going to talk about this today. Yeah, it's weird. But that's what happens, I guess. Still a highlight package. With chemo. When was the chemo fight? It had to have been pretty recently. because that It was, was very re- recently. I'll look it up real quick here. I want to say that's probably like his last win. Because remember, as we noted on last episode, Dana White said that Ken Sherrick has like a torn rotator cuff. This dude should not be in a wrestling ring. Dennis Rodman. His uh, that match, that fight with Chemo was on June 19, 2004. So just a couple weeks ago, and that was literally a minute 26 in the first round. And he oh, won wow. with a with a knockout with a knee strike. And then he wouldn't win a fight again until February 13, 2009. Wow. Did he fight a lot after that one? Or was it like a break? Or? Uh, after the chemo fight, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 11. He had 11 more fights. Oh, wow. Two of which were uh, losses to Tito Ortiz, which uh, concluded their three-fight uh, rivalry, in which Ken Shamrock lost all three fights. Oh, my God. Um, Rich Franklin was his next fight after chemo. That was on April 9, 2005, and he lost that one. Hey, Bob, you're getting better views than the Asylum than ever before. How many people do you think are in attendance on tonight's show? 1,200. What the fuck? Yeah, it's 1,200, man. What the heck? Oh, baby. Hey, let's see. What do we got going on? Shane and Kazarian? That's right. Okay, okay, look at this. Tracy is wearing a dress right now. Is this considered Francine, though? <laughs> no way. It's still not. I mean, Francine would have... And you know what? We have to also understand the, this probably plays effect with FS1, with how much they can oh, show. Because yeah. Francine would be showing full, like, side boob. Well, right. FSN doesn't see, allow that. This is a this is a PG knockoff attempt. They're like she's it. in a black dress. Yeah, that's your comparison. Yeah. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. See this this match almost makes more sense if they did it in Orlando since they just did like the vignette of them like messing around in the park with each other. That's, that's I feel thing. like fans in Orlando got a fucking love Shark Boy. They, I mean, they obviously he's got a following here as well, but in in Orlando they gotta love him. Shark Boy should probably be in the main events in Orlando. I mean, realistically, I think so. Yeah. My favorite thing is I ask Dallas questions right after he takes a bite out of his food. 
then but if you noticed, like, I still answered, and you couldn't even tell I had food in my mouth. Yeah, but you, uh, I, it's just funny to see you like panic chew. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shark Boy and Kazarian starting us off. Mike Posey waving his arms around like a maniac. It's Kazarian whips Shark Boy in the corner. He goes up. Kazarian goes under. Oh, arm comes back with arm drag. And he comes back another arm drag. <laughs> Shark Boy. Oh shit! Dropping a knee on the arm. Legendary shark boy with his devastating biting of the fingers. Dude, that shit hurts. I don't want to be bit in the fingers. Never have you ever been bit by a shark? Oh yeah, once actually. I was petting it at the zoo and it just came up and went. That shit munched right on my arm. Look at that. Cause, oh, wait, what did you throw him? Oh, the D-Ray 3000's comb. And it threw off Kazarian. Oh, then they want to comb his hair? It was a distraction method. I can't believe that D-Ray found the ring. <laughs> but he did. Is that a bag that'd of... Be a, that'd be a funny storyline. What are you eating? Giant gummy worms? Giant Sour Patch Kids. Okay, they're still giant. It's giant some kind of candy. <laughs> yeah. Shark Boy knew that Michael Shane was right behind him. Look at the red tag ropes. Are those new? I've never seen those. I think they are new. Because they're usually white, aren't they? Yeah, I've never seen them red. Gotta be different, man. Yeah, so. Oh, back by Ray. That's right. D-Ray 3000, our next X-Division champ. Here comes... D-Ray is the type of character that would fit in perfectly with the 24-7. Dude, yeah. I mean, so would Shark Boy, I guess, too. I kind of wonder why Shark Boy didn't... Like, how do you not want to sign Shark Boy? Come on. It's like goofy shit. It's awesome. I agree with you. Goofy in the best kind of way. I mean, you could get you could get probably years worth of comedy stuff out of Shark Boy, couldn't you? Well, and we will eventually we will eventually get some really funny shit. Although he does stick with Impact for or TNA for quite a long time. I think it's more like off and on though, right? Is it more off and on? You might be right. He's biting Tracy's butt. I mean, she almost fell out of her top on that one. Oh yeah, I noticed that. I feel like Francine would have liked that. Yeah, you're probably right. Scoop Ooh, slam by Kazarian. He's going for that leg drop. That's right. Slingshot. Is that his like his like nod to Jerry Lynn by doing that? I mean, I know he said like he's done over the middle rope too, but well, now he does the middle rope. Right. Um, but I feel like maybe at this time it kind of is. It's more of a nod. I'm not doing the same move. It's something a little bit similar. Oh, Shark Boy. Elbow Kazarian, right? Look at Shark Boy fight back. Michael Shane knocks D-Ray 3000 off. The oh, no, he didn't. He didn't knock him off. He hit him, but D-Ray somehow, with all his muscle mass, stayed on the apron. His Shark Boy gets whipped into the corner. 
gets hit with a back elbow. Here we go. And suplex. One, two. What a power move. Shark Boy proving that sharks can, in fact, survive on land. Oh, huge springboard leg drop as uh, Michael Shane held Shark Boy over his knee. Look, Boy Posey turns around and covers him like, like he thinks Kazarian was in the whole time. He didn't even question that. They look alike. It's the hair. That's what I'm saying. Tracy's still selling her butt being bitten. He had to get it. I mean, he's got big teeth, man. They had to hurt wicked bad. That's true. They might need a medic because, like, that type of blood loss from a shark boy. Uh, right, shark boy, right. It's just pretty severe. Oh, what is this? Because he's going to top rope, but he's going to get met with a. Oh, he blocked the boot. Oh, neck breaker. Nope, dude. Shark Boy's a little too much for him. I'll tell you what, they're Shark Boy's getting more offense in this than I was expecting. Oh, I mean, yeah. Maybe they have hopes here for Shark Boy and D Ray as a comedy team. I feel like they do. So if you look back at Shark Boy and like New Jack, they were hilarious. Yeah. Part of that is because of New Jack being like doing a funny thing like that is like so bizarre. Yeah. But still. He already takes down Michael Shane, but Kazarian breaks up that cover. Oh, shit, he's getting hyped up. Does D-Ray 3000 still wrestle? I'm looking right now. I don't know. Oh, Bob, is there any, any indie notes in this match? No, there's not. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's it. Oh, shit, dude. He literally worked about literally a month ago, April 4th, 2022. April 16th. April 16th, sorry. Wait, what did I just say? 12th? 4th? I don't know. April 16th. uh, He lost against... So Justin Maine defeated TJ Meyer and D-Ray 3000. For the BCWA heavyweight title. Before that, he lost to Beast Man. Big win for Kazarian Chain. Who's this? Oh, it's David Young. I thought thought it was the Japanese guy. New Jack? No, the Japanese. The mask guy. Okay. Threw Sharkboy over the top. He's yelling at Mike Posey now. Let's see. What was one of D-Ray's last notable matches with someone That's that I... literally what I was just looking at. Like, who do I know? Oh, I think I know... Do I know J-Rock? That sounds familiar. I know J-Rock, yeah. That was 2017. So if we're counting that. Oh, my God. He's hurting Mike Posey. But guess what Mike Posey's about to do? Oh, shit, you just slapped the shit out of Mike Posey. Dropkick him. But yeah, that's what we're getting to. Oh. What was that? Are you just like, punching himself? 
Posey, Posey is is uh he's got the Chris Vaughn going on. Look how little he is. Yeah. The shirt he doesn't really fill out the shirt at this time. Oh, Leapfrog. Not a bad draft here. He got him. Slipping the shirt off David Young. He dropped Tanay just goes, he drop kicked him on the knee. <laughs> that was not his intent. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh my Fucking god! Swinger, swinger coming out with a run and weird the hula skirt and the coconut bra. And here's Glenn Gilberti. <laughs> Are we serious? That's fine. Okay, this is hilarious. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Glenn Gilberti's the newest addition to the gut checklist. I told you, I don't think we're seeing them much longer. He's about to get fired. Does he get fired before they go out their 60 days with their costumes? Oh, maybe. I mean, how can they keep teasing this gut check thing and then not doing nothing about it? Yeah, someone's got to lose their job. I mean, technically, David Dung isn't contracted, they say. And technically, they have said that. That he doesn't have one? Yeah, they said he, sh- he like, every time he comes backstage, you're like, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, right. And he'll be like, what are you talking about, Scott? I work here. And he'll be like, no, I you work don't. Here. What, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, sorry, bud. Sorry, bud, but you don't. No one made the save for freaking Posey. Does that mean all the wrestlers hate him because he's a bad ref? Oh. Ken Shamrock. I'm back on top in my world. The Octagon. Because he won one match against Kimo? Yeah, dude. So he's back on top. Oh, look at this. Scottson is with Monty Brown. His undefeated comeback. I don't know if I even realized that. I knew he was undefeated. Why wouldn't he be? Look at this man. Have you been studying, Scott? What's my name? You're the alpha male. You're damn right. We're different. It's night and day. You're a little itty bitty kitty cat. Look at him. Oh He's God. just licking himself and meowing like a cat. Let me change the vernacular. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening in this I promo? have no idea, dude. D'Lo Brown will get grabbed by the jugular. And he will get the... <gasps> Period. I still remain undefeated. Oh, he's calling for whoever wins the gauntlet tonight. As he should. I am the supreme being. Mine Brown and Ken Shamrock, that would be fun. Dude. They didn't wrestle already, did they? I don't think they did. I don't think so. Oh, shit. Oh. Jared's got a TNA shirt. Look at that. It's like a knockoff. MLB. Baseball shirt? 
You refer to me, the king of the mountain. Jeff Jarrett. Look at him cut off Monty Brown to then call out Ken Shamrock right now. The nerve of this guy. Look at him looking down at the title. Vince Russo. Look at Monty Brown. <clears throat> Never, ever outsmart me. Oh, oh, look. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> you may be the king of the mountain, but the alpha male is the ruler of that Serengeti. We're found out, Monty. You wait till I never give you the title because I'm the king of the mountain and I run this. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bitter about it. I'll never, you'll never be champion because you, you'll never be ready for it, Monty Brown. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude's ready for it right the fuck now, dude. Yeah, just give him the strap. What are you waiting for? I mean, are people paying attention? I don't think so, man. I don't know, dude. Monty Brown is... <clears throat> people, people, I feel like, pretend to appreciate him. But, like, dude is fucking awesome. He's cuts an awesome promo, interview or not. Every time he's talking, it's hard for me to talk, like, explain it. But, of course, we're, we're an audio podcast, so we have to. Because I'm listening, and I just want to hear him talk. Right. His charisma is, like, off the, off the charts. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I, 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 wonder, I wonder what he means by, like, he's not ready. Like, I don't know what that means. In ring, he's not ready. He's a fucking muscle guy. All he's got to do is powerbomb people. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he's the fucking beast in the ring, and that's, like, whether that's because he's limited or not, who cares? He works. Yeah. He hits the alpha bomb. He hits the fucking pounds. <clears throat> what else do you need? He wears fucking cheetah pants. What more do you want? He likes to sniff at the camera. Dude, it's he's so good. I can't wait for D. There must and there will be a winner. I hope there's a no contest. Just for fun. Just for fun. So what? Oh, he's not wearing his weird pants. What's your love? <clears throat> oh yeah, he's back to like a. I mean, they're not really. Sh- what is, is it? Shorts? Whatever. It's like his singlet, but singlet? he's got it. He's got his shirt on though. So, is is the Japanese stable still on the side of his pants though? Side of his shorts. Well, I don't know if it. Usually, those are the pants look. Right. I can't tell what that little thing on the side of it is. <sighs> they're just yelling at each other. The bell has rang. If you're following along at home, we are at 21 minutes, 30 seconds. What was that? I think that's his normal gear. I don't think that's anything special. I don't. I don't think it's like the logo, because it it would say like R O C or whatever. Right, and and usually some Japanese characters. It kind of just looks like a stylized like D, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Exchanging punches from both individuals. This is out of this world right now. These two. 
are just ready to bite each other's head off here at the TNA Asylum. Uh-oh. Whoa. My Brown showcasing his Mike Posey dropkick skills. He just knocked uh, D'Lo to the floor. Yeah, did the agent just not see what happened? There was just no. a dropkick. Yeah. Smart up here, folks. What are we doing? Wait, we're on the announce table. Dude, but break the fucking no, table. No, he's got a different table. Come on. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that's a good point, Don West. Since there must be a winner, there's basically no rules. Is that like an official thing that this is no disqualification? I guess so. Huh. Lack, ra lacks rules, bro. That is interesting. Elo deck and mounting from behind the table is in the ring. Upside down. Who's going through? It's anyone's game here. I feel like D'Lo's going through this table. Yeah, probably. Straight up and down, right in one of the corners. One of the six-sided hexagonal corners. There's so much more room for activity. So much more ways to use different springboards. The action vision stars really get to shine, Bob. So many different and, ropes that you can just climb up. And you never know where Monty Brown's coming from with that Period. Period. Like, why does Monty Brown not have a processing tea store or something so I can buy fucking shirts? You know, I feel saying. like um, Silvermore should make Monty Brown shorts. Oh, there we go. I'd buy those fucking leopard pants. Are you kidding me? For sure. That'd be awesome. Tweet him that right now from our page. Dude, you say, listen, we have a business proposal. That we didn't get no money from, but we think you should do so we can buy it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? I'd wear those in a heartbeat. You're damn right. Yes, former NFL linebacker, just like Eric Watts, one of the stars of the, the Eric Watts the was NFL. a quarterback. He's a star. Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. Eric Watts is a star. No. Okay, so if you have to... <clears throat> we're going to play a game during this because we're talking about football. Okay, you have four choices. You have to pick one Eric Watts, okay? You mm -hmm. can have this current Eric Watts that just lost, but ignore that part. Just him as a character. You can have next generation Eric Watts when he, when he came in. You can have Techno Team uh, 2000 Eric Watts. Or you can have... Football star Eric Watts. Which one are you picking? Um, can I say none of the above and then give you the real one I would pick? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say none of the above. These guys are just brawling, by the way. They're, yeah, they're they're over. Not the even in the crowd, dancer. really. They're just like in well, the they're crowd, in the crowd now. Far away. Uh, I would say Eric Watts, circa 1992. Rookie of the year. Oh, wow. I didn't expect this answer. Yeah. So I'm saying that because uh, he, like, beat up Arn Anderson at a gas station in, like, early 93. And that's my favorite Eric Watts. Okay, fine. So. 
I'm picking football star. How can I'm, you pick something that you don't even know? Like, you've never seen that guy. If his stats are just bad. Like four years worth. They're just not good. Have you seen him play football, Bob? Uh, no. And thankfully, I never will. Okay, that's rude. Dino just dived off the stage, by the way. And now we're back ringside. Oh. As Monty throws D'Lo over the ground. Over the railing and back to the ringside. He calls himself the Lion of the Serengeti. Does he say? I've never heard him say he's the Lion of the Serengeti. I think he sort of, I don't know if he's actually said that line in particular, but he certainly refers to himself as the lion. I feel like that's just Don West interpreting it that way. Yeah, but I don't hate it, so it's fine. Oh, fall away, slam. You guys know, listen, don't you guys think that Hulk Hogan would take a fall away slam from Scott Hall off the middle rope? Like like our pinned tweet, if you think so. (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned that because... I voted for the better show that had D'Lo Brown as their champion. Remember that? Yeah, you would pick a B-plus as a champion. What? D'Lo Brown is better than Sting. And Dan O'Brien. <laughs> Dallas just shut off his camera because he's pissed well- off. Bro, it would have been funnier. I'm ashamed. It would have been funnier if you had like ended the call on accident, and then. Oh no! I would have been so pissed. That'd be so funny. Panic! Be like, oh my god, where are we? <laughs> time check. Uh, Dallas pressed the wrong button. Well, speaking of time checks, I guess we probably could do that. Uh, we're 28 minutes and six seconds in, or if you're like me, that means there's an hour and 27 minutes left. That's still a lot of show, guys. But... Yeah. I mean, for I'm a guy like, that uh, for a guy who's got to work at 4 a.m., he's well. I'm well aware of how much time is left of this show. Don't worry, guys. If we were recording Echo Pod tonight, <laughs> we'd be going at least an extra hour than that. Uh, no, we'd be done by like 9:30 if we're lucky. It all depends on how much Austin wants to talk. Oh, Dilo going for a swan. Is that, oh, pow! Pounce the table. Is that a shout out to Jeff Hardy? Is he trying to steal his finish? It's a three count. That should have been a disqualification, but as you said, or they said, there are basically no rules because someone's got to win. I like that finish. That match was way more fun, even though it was mostly a brawl. Way more fun than their last match that D'Lo got like knock silly in. I love the way he like got up and then immediately got pounced into the table. Oh, they're saying that that was the lowdown. It was not. It was not the splash. No, it was it was a swanton. I'm and I'm surprised that Tanae wouldn't mention that. He's the one who said it. It's me, B Jizzle, talking about that eight man gauntlet tonight. So they're not like officially calling it gauntlet for the gold, really. They mentioned it last week, but are you drinking Sprite? Nah, man, it's water. I gotta stay hydrated. You wanna know? You wanna know what happened to me today? Is I tried to get a Sprite from uh, Subway, Uh and there was like nothing in it. There was like no syrup or something, so it was like fucking dirty water. 
It's gross. Wait, look at this. They have a new... Okay, so they. I want to point out something out here. Dusty and Larry Zabisco being interviewed by Scott Hudson. Dusty has a, a folder that has Jeff Hardy's name significantly larger than it was on it on Impact, where I could barely read it. Barely see it, yeah. Okay, so he's saying gauntlet for the gold. They just keep calling an eight-man gauntlet. It is a gauntlet for the gold. Essentially, yeah. How much? I want to see just how much bigger it says Jeff Hardy, because that's kind of comical. Maybe every week it will just be bigger and bigger. It'll keep getting bigger. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like... <laughs> Before it was on just like the, the tab, but now yeah, it's on the front I mean. of the folder. Yeah, it's massive. Sabisco's so asking; he will be asking for a favor from from uh, Vince Russo if he helps out, or I guess he is going to be helping out. To Vince Russo. Bottom line, baby. Special. Something really special is going to happen there. <laughs> he held it in front of his face. All the great superstars. It just keeps hyping up what's inside of this thing. Yeah. Limousine. They have you can't be doing this shit if you're not if you haven't already signed them. Right? Well that's kind of what I think is like how are they doing this and not have them under contract already? Because you do not want another Hogan situation where you're like, oh we're fucking gonna have a man and then oh by the way, it never happened. And it ain't no handshake deal. They got something go they at least know he's making one more appearance. Yeah, there's gotta be something that's set up. Trinity and Big Vito making their way out here. Oh, dude. Vito's jacket's so big it looks like he's wearing a dress. <laughs> that looks like the 3XL Impact Wrestling guys. <laughs> hoodie I got. In terms of size, not look. Oh, what's this? Oh, they, they kind of made a quick edit there. Well, Desire, that's quite the wrestling outfit. It looks Jeez. like she's in a shirt. You would think she would have, like, wrestling gear. Wait, is Siagi wrestling in those pants? No way. Oh, no, they're zippers. or like, snaps or something. You can yeah, there's got to be trunks underneath that. I can't wait for uh, Desire to sell her back because, like, we know that's going to happen. Oh, my, oh, my back, Sonny. Help me. I'm in so much pain. That's a good point. And this mixed tag match. Oh, Trinity yeah. getting a cheap shot in on Desire. That's just Come on, come on. You want to fight? 
Kid Cash still suspended by management. Oh, let's see what happens here. Vito, let's see. Is he going to impress us? Talking about the Jeff Hardy situation. I wonder how long he's suspended for. You think like a month or something? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. What would you offer Jeff Hardy to get him to sign? Three mil. Jeez, okay. So you're going to go pay no, him? No. Um, if, if they offered him that, as soon as he signed the contract, there would be a press release saying that TNA is out of business. Yeah, that's a good point. Vito hammering away here on Sonny Siagi. And if, in case anybody's wondering, Vito is wearing his like WCW singlet. So. Yes, he is. Siaki, heel kick. One, two, kick out by Vito. Off the rope. Kicked him right in the head. Who's this guy think he is? Randy Orton? Just punting people? Is this a mixed tag where, or is it women versus women? Well, let's see. I feel... Now, well, I see it looks like he's going to tag her in, though. So I'm going to say the men could have liked the women. But it looks like he just tagged... Oh, wait, but look. Now Desire's going to be in with Vito. And then Siaki's like, I just got on the apron. Right. I got to go back in. <laughs> Shit. Okay, Sunny Saki gets tagged back in. I love how the tease of this match is Desire getting her hands on uh, Trinity. Yeah, dude. Like, that's the slow build of this match. Yeah, it is. I think the more interesting part is that Vito and Trinity are aligned with Glenn Gilberti and Johnny Swinger, who come out in Leprechaun in the Hawaiian outfits. Yeah. Tough, tough guys. Tough guys from the NYC. I feel like bringing in Vito is like a fun idea to like be like, oh, you guys all suck. But like the fact that Gilberti and Swinger, they then decided to book them to lose and then wear that shit is just like, oh, I feel like that would hurt the credibility of Vito as like a tough mafia guy if his like minions (laughs) are fucking dressed up like that, right? I, I would think so. Look, he's holding Sonny Saki, arms behind her back. Trinity comes in off the top, Hurricane Rana. And for some reason, Vito is really reminding me of the movie Coneheads. Oh, I could see why. His head does look extra pointy tonight, doesn't it? It's like egg-shaped. I've never really noticed that before. I I like Vito. I don't care if backstage he's a pain in the butt. I like him. Keeps getting fights with Trinity, man. Like, why is he got to be doing that kind of stuff? Hell if I know. Oh, like drop to the back of the head of Sonny Saki. And, oh, a little chop. Punch right to the face. Trinity does it too. Oh, what a bitch. Oh, and now I'm pissed. Saki comes back with a back elbow. Is this basically a singles match with Vito and Siaki? Yeah, Trinity and Desire are managers right now. They just happen to be on the apron and could technically get into the ring. That's what it freaking feels like. This, oh, okay. I thought he was putting like a nice little sleeper on him down there, but he let go. 
Scoop, slam, boom. That's it. He's calling for the tornado. What? That's usually a bulldog. Well, he said, screw you. It's on the middle rope. This guy is unpredictable. Oh, shitty. How is that a knee drop? <laughs> Off the middle rope. Are we sure that was even supposed to be a knee drop? Who knows, man? Oh, swinging neck break. Well, somersault swinging neck breaker by Sonny Siaki. Both men are knocked out. I didn't know if Vito um, was going to take that, right? I, I'm surprised. He almost didn't. But it was did. really close. But hey, he did. Good to go. Desires. Come on, tag me in. Big backdrop by Sonny Siaki. Backdrop by Sonny Siaki. Here we go. Chop, 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 Oh, I just took him out. Okay. Oh, no, dude, her back. Needle's got her in a waist lock, but then she... Oh, she's slapping the shit out of him. him. Oh, Simone oh. drop and desire drop kick Trinity. <clears throat> okay, Siaki's climbing to the top. Desire's making sure Trinity's taken care of on the floor. Oh. Oh. Son of a bitch. Andrew Thomas tripped and he hit the ropes that crotched Siaki. Jumping DDT. That should be it. Vito's got the cover. One. DeLuca Brazzi. That's what he calls that. I don't know what that means. But Vito just won. It's important wow. to note here that Trinity and Desire legally did not actually have physical contact. That is a great point. So it's basically Vito against Siaki. Realistically, they probably just should have made it that. Why not? You could have done the same shit they did. Because Trinity got involved, which she usually does illegally anyways, as a manager. Oh, wait. Vito's got his hands on Desire right now. She can't seem to get away. Who's this? Irish Pat Kenny's got a fucking green strap, he just, dude. He just hit Trinity with that. <laughs> yeah, he did. And now he's hitting uh, Vito. Great strap match. Well, that was kind of, uh, that was kind of lame. Eight-man gauntlet. Here we go. Who are we going to hear from this time? These, those graphics of, like, the gauntlet stuff is reminding me of WCW 1996. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely hear Conan right now. He's talking, but is the audio is awful. WCW US TV champion. I've held it all. But not the world title. He wasn't cruiserweight champion either. So, no, he hasn't won it all. Oh, highlight of Goldilocks and Abyss. 
I want the peeping and the phone calls to stop. I need you to stop stalking me. Besides telling us, hey, this happened last week, what was this about to lead to, you think? Well, you think that's it? An abyss well, match? She uh-huh. has Eric Watts' contract, right? Yeah, so I guess we do need to kind of figure out what's happening with that. Like, is he under her control? Is she going to put him in, like, horrible matches where it's like, guess what, Eric Watts, tonight you're wrestling uh, this guy in a Inferno match because, like, I own you now. Mm. Maybe she'll enslave him like she has with Abyss sexually. And, <laughs> and like... the hate sex. <laughs> and, like, Eric Watts is just like, Scott, I'm so tired. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. George is pretty pissed at me. She's really angry all the time. Goldilocks keeps me in the boiler. And Goldilocks like walks in and he just looks at Scott Owens and he's like, help me. Oh, Eric. Get over here. That's funny. That would be a great storyline. If this was like, you know, Attitude Era TNA, I, that would absolutely happen. Yeah, it would. Oh, here she is. Oh, shit. Maybe he's in there. She's like laughing her ass off. Abyss is behind her with the chain. Don't hit me because I'm rich. Filthy rich. So, oh, do you need some money? Oh, she's not ripping up the contract. She's going to celebrate with it. Oh, all right. So Eric Glass will never be here again. Georgie, are you watching? She says. She, he doesn't have a job here anymore, but I'm filthy rich. Oh, wait. Oh, a few days she's going to be revealing her new object, her new X Division ob- object. I hope it's Amazing Red. Wait, a wrestler person? She said, I'm buying a wrestler. He goes, oh, you you sure you don't need any money? Well, I could use a couple bucks for dinner. And she's like, ah, (laughs) ta-ta. She just wanted him to say yes. Okay, so that was was actually pretty entertaining. Uh, But what, what does that mean? I don't know. Who could be... The X Division. It's gotta be someone new, right? You think it's she's gonna buy someone we already have? Roderick Strong. Oh. That'd be kinda cool. Jason Cross makes his return so he can miss his finisher every time. I hope it's amazing red and he's like a young pervert or something. Oh my god. Like he could sit there and be like, a couple of weeks ago, I know I came across like I was a scared boy, but I ain't scared anymore. And that's because Goldilocks, she took my virginity, I'm and like, I'm oh fucking, I'm ready to ready to go. She's an she's a awakened a monster. I'm not a virgin anymore. <laughs> oh man, I'm a man. 
We're just getting a recap of AJ uh, defending against like everybody in the X division. Yeah, and like the pretty much the whole story that went into the match where they had to figure out who was going to fight him. And Daniels is like, I never said that he doesn't belong. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. If you're following along at home, we're at 46 minutes and 35 seconds. As you can tell, we are we have tons of independent wrestling news tonight. And tons of to talk about during these highlight packages. This is going way too long. Yeah. It just feels like they're just trying to, like... They're filling time. Fill time, yeah. And it's like really weird music. It's like, okay. There's a little audio. You got to always give props to the champ. Not only has Asia been X Division I mean, they're really dragging this out. Oh, yeah. This is pretty long. Speak for yourself there, chump. Just not safe in this X Division. Okay, back to the ring. Whatever that means. Wait, Mike Tanay. Well, Tanay's looking very red. He was in the very, sun. You can the top of his line is like nothing. Wait, well, they've been in Orlando, so he's been spending an extra day there. I he's think he's been getting tanned, tanned up. Okay, we're bringing out what Michael Shane. Why are we getting a promo? We just saw these guys. Already. Yeah, that's kind of a weird decision. Look how nice they're dressed. Who dressed them? That's so nice. Oh my god, they matched John West. They're professional. These guys are professionals. And and Francie, uh, Tracy. Wait a second. Okay, this is so bad. So it wasn't zoomed in super far at first. And I thought that Kazarian was Michael Shane in like the tan because I thought it, he wanted to wear yellow. So it'd be like his tights. I didn't realize they were the opposite. <laughs> they so both got to like, tell them apart. Not from a distance. So they got the, the same haircut. Look, that that gives Mike Posey an excuse for when he was just counting when Kazarian came in earlier in the show. He couldn't tell him apart. He thought it was the same guy. Good point. Frank and Michael. Why isn't it Frank and Mike? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Mr. Today, in the back, there's hundreds of boys that have signed a petition to kick AJ Styles out of the X Division. That's true. Hundreds of them. Hundreds? They don't even have, like, 60 guys on the roster. We recently went to Ring of Honor. He goes, what do you mean? Hundreds of guys. Name one. He says, I'm one. 
You Moik Tanay, Mr. Tanay, you know better than anybody. Know the bylaws of the TNA rulebook. It states, Section 8426-A, if a competitor such as AJ Styles makes the jump to heavyweight division, that that competitor can no longer compete in the that X division. Is such a lie. There's no such rule. No limits, dude. Oh my god! There's no <laughs> no need to raise your voice and make funny faces at me. That could be their <laughs> tag team name. Pure greatness. Yeah, it could. Did you just burp? No, I was making the face Mike Tanay was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael Shane, the longest reigning exhibition champion of all time. I see quite no the, lies. Quite the feat, really. When you think about everyone who's been champion already, it actually is pretty impressive. It really is. You're rewriting the record book. Pioneer Age of Styles, the impact that he's had. Mike, 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 Mike. AJ Styles did not put the exhibition on the map. The men who did are standing right here in this ring. Frankie Kazarian. Illusional heels, you gotta love it. You're rewriting the wrestling history book and breaking the and the rule book. Case closed. We want to see results. And Dana, Dana, you're getting ready. Change his music again. Wait, it's not. Yeah, it's not born and raised again. Yeah, I like the born and raised. You know what? That's you know that's interesting. Don Wester said. Speaking of pioneers of the X division, Jerry Lynn. Here he is. That must mean Loki's probably coming back too. Hmm. You know when this company first started. I felt exactly the way that you two are feeling right now. I was wondering who this kid, AJ Styles, was. Why is he trying to steal the fame and glory? That's true. That's right. Remember, he's a glory hog. Remember? That's right. That's a nice little throwback. Yeah, he also attacked Jerry Lynn at like a pottery fucking store. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jerry, Jerry. I made sure he paid his dues. Since that time, AJ has a whole newfound respect for this business. He's earned and deserves everything that he's achieved in this company. Whoa, 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 whoa. First off, Frank and myself. I would have said, first of all, who are you? Oh, that would have been like, wicked funny. Who are you again? Who are you, Jerry? old man? Jerry what? <laughs> Jerry what? <laughs> Could you imagine? What are they chanting? Shut the fuck up. Shut the no. hell up. Oh. That JB made him say hell. 
Yeah, they're yeah, had they're censoring it. Guys, you gotta say hell. <laughs> Doesn't quite cut it, my friend. I don't like that Jerry Lynn doesn't have his little goatee. It always throws me off. I do. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, why do you do, why do you clean shave? Is he trying to be younger and like keep his job? Oh. From the last year, I've beaten you, and I've beaten I you. Beat you, and I've beaten you. And come to think about it, didn't you lose the X title, AJ Styles? And he's talking about oh. Frank. Sensitive subject. Well, he doesn't think that they can beat that they can beat AJ Styles. Wow, Mr. Lynn. With all due respect, and I do respect my elders. Oh, rude! You claim to be a representative of the X division, but in our X division, we have something called discipline. Jerry, uh, Mr. Lynn. Time for you to learn some of that discipline. Oh, shit, they just slapped him. And Jerry kind of just took it. Okay, two-on-one attack. Jerry Lynn takes down Frank, and Michael Shane is, uh, well, he stopped that pretty quickly. What do we got? Here, people. There he is, AJ Styles, X-Division oh, champion. So so he is appearing on the show. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that he's back wrestling after that tragedy. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. But you know what? Maybe he just needs to have his mind, you know, take his right. mind off. Right. And there is Daniels and Skipper. Sorry, primetime. Oh, the fallen angel in primetime. So we don't call him. And there is, uh, there's Amazing Red and uh, Chris Sabin. What a wild situation. Saban and Red are acting like they don't know what side to be on. They don't know what side, and also they're very confused. Eight-man gauntlet, dude. What's up next? Beware. I'm coming for you. Okay, so I kind of liked that segment because since when does the X Division really get a chance to, like, have, like, a like promo segment like that? Uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I, that just dragged out for way too long. Oh, I agree. I agree. It was a little long. And like, if that was a like Jarrett, I would have wanted to shoot myself. But it's kind of refreshing to see X Division guys be able to have <laughs> something happen like that. Yeah, but I can see it falling flat because like, do you really, when I think X Division, it's like, just, well, just give me the match. You know what I mean, I don't need. I want to see the crazy shit, right? I don't need a 10 minute Indian promo to set something. Up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chris Harris and James Storm are being interviewed backstage currently. They're painting us up with makeup. How are you going to take us seriously? Punks. Punks running out here with our titles. You've gotten our attention now. You got to do a little more than that, boys. Get what Get we want. Revenge tonight. 
James Storm does not look thrilled. There you go. He smiled. If they succeeded. Ah! <laughs> that was so, like, random. Ah! You guys are nobody. They've won every match you can think of. Strap matches, cage matches. Three. Bull ropes. You suck, because you're nobody. And my mama said, if you want something bad enough, then take it. If you get knocked down, get back up. And, and when you get back up, you get it again. Until you get exactly what you want. And tonight, we get what we want. And he didn't even use the line. Yeah, he didn't say sorry about your damn love. Sorry about your mm, look. Oh, good. Video package. I can take a pee and get more water. Okay, well, Bob does that. I can just talk to you guys about how it's just the naturals beating up America's Most Wanted, as they've been doing recently. The naturals, they not only stole their identity. That's right. There's that shocking win on pay-per-view. We they're talking about how long they've, uh, you know, they didn't give them credit for being how smart they were, and that's why they got that when they're saying. And then of course here we are, getting footage from Impact on our last episode, and that was David Young. If you're watching along, and also if you're watching along, we are about to hit the one hour mark. That's right. Or if you're Bob, we got 55 minutes in. Three seconds left in this show. So we're preparing for this tag title match, which is probably, I think, the most exciting match on the show. Bob might think it's gone for the gold. I'm pretty pumped for this tag team title match. We're taking our identity back. We're taking our belts back. There's going to be a fight. And I promise you, you will not quit. That's right. First of two world title matches of tonight. Nat a natural distraction turns into a natural enemy. We got our taglines here. Did everyone overlook the naturals? Hmm. Pretty interesting. Oh, listen to this. Whoa. And then it says, from the gut checklist to a tag team title shot. Interesting note that they said that huge tag team promo thing that they showed us last week featured nine teams, and they did not show the Naturals. So did they overlook them? I don't know. Today's even saying maybe they did. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Are they going to be our new tag team champions? As here they come, the Naturals. Wearing the ring gear still of America's Most Wanted. Tag team titles are on their waist. Of course, they're not the champions yet. Will they ever be the champions? I think they're about to win them tonight. I think it's time. I feel like the way the booking has been is that they've gotten a lot of momentum that they would lose the first match. Well, no, you're probably right about that, realistically. 
Because how do you have America's Most Wanted lose this? Then they look like little jabronis. Like, oh, they took our ring gear and our titles, and we can't even get them back. Yeah. We we find the defendants. Guilty. Here they come. America's Most Wanted. Guilty. Guilty. I am definitely interested in this match, though. I think I'm most excited about this match on the show. Uh, well, well, I think that three-way tornado. Oh, See, dude, tornado. I keep forgetting about that one. I could... That'll be good. I'm thinking this this second hour. I think we're gonna have a little throwback here tonight, Bob. Where we used to have a slow first hour, and then the second hour would really pick up. I think that's what's about to happen. That's a good point. Because we have this, that tag match, Gauntlet for the Gold, and then a title match. That's good Technically, because of the Gauntlet for the Gold. So, I mean, we do have a lot to look forward to still. I wouldn't say, like, the first hour, though, was, like, bad. No, no. It wasn't bad, I don't think, really at all. I think the matches were fine. It's like a mediocre appetizer. Yeah, it just kind of felt slow. Yeah, get you ready for the full course. And we're getting to the full, at least part one of the full course right now. We're doing the boxer entrances here, so we are taking our sweet, sweet time. I mean, this show has definitely had plenty of filler. Which is kind of interesting, because there's... I think more matches on this card than I feel like there has been really recently. One, two, well, three. I just hope that we don't see something in the observer. No, it's like, oh, this match really. had to get cut for time. And it's like, well, if we didn't do six-minute video packages. Right. Really so there's technically six matches. If you count the match that happens after the end of Gauntlet for the Gold, then there is seven, which um, is pretty average. Six is kind of where we've been at recently, but... Wait, listen to Rudy Charles. Okay. Okay, you'll be disqualified if you don't break a hold for five seconds. He it's forgot. Like he doesn't know what to say. Oh, well, they were fighting over the belts for a second there. Bell has not rang yet. Ah, there it is. Ah, that's right. Oh, Andy Douglas went to hit James Storm with it. Oh, oh. Oh, he went to super kick him, kind of, but he... Oh, my God, he hit him in the head. He Well, he kicked the belt, and then Andy Douglas hit him in the head with it. <gasps> he pinned him. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. That's going to be restarted. Yeah, where's Vince, where's Vince Russo coming out being like, yo, wait a minute. See, that's my problem with this stuff. Like, it applies for one aspect, and then for another, it's like, well, referee's decision. When you, like, the championship committee should have seen, like, oh, hey, this guy cheated. Bob. I'm shook right now. I don't, listen, man, I don't hate that. Well, so here's the good thing is it extends the feud. And look, oh, we're going 100%. to the Elite Guard. I'm Sergeant Onyx. 
Stay out of our way because the elite guard is coming. A 10 hut. Okay, so Onyx not a great talker. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's got a good life, but not a great talker. Here's Team Canada. All of them. Every member is here tonight. I was a little worried about Divine for a while. I'm glad to see him back on a more consistent I'm, basis. Yeah, I'm glad he's back too. I might, you know what? I might say that Divine is a little underrated considering the guys in the group. Well, that's the unfortunate thing is I feel like everyone else like truly broke out, and I don't oh, know yeah. if Divine really ended up breaking out. Or maybe I he wasn't he given might... the chance to. Right, I think he got like the short end of the stick. Right. So see, there's an X Division six way title match last week. AJ Styles and five hundred contenders. You're telling me those are the top five contenders? The DOA, Vince Russo, he said it. Okay, I see where this is going. Not one Canadian. Yeah, in that's the top a really five. good. This is the same type of discrimination that Canadians have been facing since the inception of this sport. Look at Bobby Roode, dude. That guy I looks do. like a fucking star. <laughs> I do. I literally keep looking right at him. Yeah, dude. He just sticks out amongst the group. Like, to me... Right now, he would scream just Intercontinental Champion if it was, like, WWE TV. hmm Yeah. Just the way he carries himself, it's like, yeah, this guy needs a championship. Can I call you Scotty? Honestly, obviously, you haven't listened to anything I said. We have a team concept, and they're a bunch of individuals, and a team will succeed. Because that's what we do best. <laughs> the Americans are going to do, do what they do and stab each other in the back. Oh, Canada! That's that. Okay, so one member of each team will be has in. Has Borash always later. had his ears pierced? Uh, he yeah. has. Yeah, he has. I never noticed that. Oh, Canada. So we got Bobby Roode and Petey Williams representing Team Canada in this match. Of course, Scott Demore is ringside. You don't got to ask. This should be a pretty good match. I should just get my indie notes out of the way for this match, right? Yeah, if you want to. Uh, July 2nd. Uh, Chris Saban retained the IWC Super Indie Championship when he defeated Sterling James Keenan. And that, of course, is the now known as Corey Graves, in case you forgot. I don't know if I realized. I, I, I think I knew that, but that was, I needed a, that reminder. Uh, and then Christopher Daniels, um, we haven't seen him sent, uh, competing, at least, uh, on May 26th. And uh, while he was out with injury, he 
for like the first week of June had a couple of matches for New Japan. Uh, oh, wow. His last match was on June 5th when he, as Curryman, teamed up with American Dragon, losing the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships to Gato and, J- and Gato. Okay. I don't know if I pronounce those names right. But that's all there is for Indie Notes, at least according to Cage Match, for the guys involved in this match. Oh, wait a second. Look at Daniels. Look at his new uh, entrance gear. Uh, I like that. Because before it was like the red thing, right? Yeah. He's, he's mixing it up. This one That's, should look a, a lot more familiar. Good. Is it clear? Oh, it is. Oh, that's... Because there's another one he has that's just all black, right? I thought there was. I don't know if I remember it being all clear like that. I don't remember. Pretty that. interesting. I think, I, think he, I think he must get another one. But regardless, <laughs> that looks a lot better than... Just he just had, like, little robes before, like the little head thing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, so Triple X back in action together, Team Canada, and then Saban and Red. Uh, is there a bad wrestler in this match? No, there's not. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty damn good here. And that's right, one person from each team is in the ring at a time. So we got Petey, Red, and Daniels starting us off, it looks like. <gasps> Amazing Red's Canadian. He is? He's going to go. Oh, never mind. He slapped Petey. I thought he was turning Canadian. Well, Red has shorts on. That's different. They're all wearing red in the ring. Oh, shit. Oh, shoulder block. Drop kick by Daniel. Spinning heel kick by Red. Dude, I'm saying it. This is... Already better than what I expected. You know how we normally get these technical starts to the X Division matches. We're going right for some action. There's a head scissor right there. Well, you know, I am surprised they didn't do the typical, like, triple headlock. Well, they briefly did for, like, two seconds. Well, I'm saying, like, usually it's, like, a longer... Right. Well, we still got a lot of match left, but... That's true. Counter to a triple uh, waist lock. Ali Root almost tripped over the middle rope. So there goes his superstar. He was going to win the title, but they have decided to pull the plug on that. Scrub. Double back elbow by Saban and Red to Daniels first, and then Bobby Roode after that. Forearms by Saban. Here comes primetime. Primetime. Say my name. Primetime, baby. Oh, yeah, look at that. Overhead, then he makes matrixed up. Drops him with the top rope. Oh, oh, dude, love that kick. Rude. Oh, nice full Nelson, Nelson, full Nelson slam. Full half, whatever it is. It's a fucking Nelson slam, baby. I thought that was a full Nelson slam, wasn't it? It is technically. I mean, he grabs him in a full first, and then he slams well, him. Well, on the way down. It's, it's, yeah. It's a I don't know what the proper... You're probably right. I just don't know, okay? Saban out on the apron. Flips over primetime and Hurricanrana's rude. Tilt a world head scissor on primetime. I wonder why they wanted to switch his name to primetime. Oh, look at him matrixed up it's, through the pin. Maybe maybe they feel like Elix Skipper is not really a marketable name. Primetime does kind of sound cooler if you're going for like a mass audience, probably. So I get well, it. I guess I... You know, maybe. Oh, what is he doing? Reverse DDT? Oh. <sighs> 
rough scene with a tap up. Yeah, but I, okay, I hold wonder... on. That set up for oh, he's not doing what I thought. Okay, that was still nice, but he did a springboard leg jump. I thought he was gonna walk the ropes after a setup like that. I was like, oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm wondering if the primetime thing might be inspired by Deion Sanders, because Deion Sanders, the baseball and football player, was primetime Deion Sanders. Mm. That would I make sense to me. Kind of inspired by that. Put it this way, Elix Skipper still sounds better than half the names that WWE has given people these days. Oh, yeah. Dude. The names I... that they come up with are just baffling. Dude, it doesn't make any... I see a co- list of the co- new copyrights or whatever, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh, Code Red? Like, Ogar the Beast. It's like, what? Oh, he's going oh. for Code Red. And Daniels caught him in a flatliner instead. That was nice. I like that. I like the pace and flow of this match. Yeah, I do too. Fallen Angel. Flatliner right down to the mat. Saving on the apron. Knee lifts. Daniel's going for a suplex to the floor, but Daniel's counters. Oh, saving gets knocked off the apron by Rude with a forearm. Oh, no. Arm breaker to the injured shoulder of Daniels. Screw it's all man. taped up. It's almost as if he was asking for someone to... I run. was just going to say that. Pete Williams back in. I wonder if uh, if Team Canada wins this, does this make does that like make them in the top five, like one of them in the top five? So like if Bobby Roode were to get the pin, would he be in the top five of the cruiserweight division or the X division? I I'm gonna say that they would at least be. They have to move it up. They, then they beat half of the other guys. I would say yeah. That's what I would. Because Skipper was in that, or Primetime was in that match. Saban and Red were, weren't they? I think so, yeah. Right. The only person who wasn't was Daniels. No, they definitely were, because they were in that segment. So, yeah, they were in that match. Come on, tagging Primetime. Oh, Rude cuts off Daniels with a stomp to the head, and then he decks Skipper off the apron. Oh, red, red got knocked off too. Anyway, Bobby Root cutting him off. Now he's on the mat with a key lock. But Skipper made the save. Ooh, Demore with a cheap shot. I'm Not shocked saving. that Demore would get involved. Yeah, oh, I would have never thought that was going to happen. Oh, Saban grabs the foot of Rude. Oh, sunset flip, German oh. suplex combo there. Of course, Bobby Rude took the worst of that. <laughs> and he's rubbing the back of his head. That might not have felt good. Is everyone wearing red but Skipper? Yeah. Yes. That's quite the choice. Yeah, what is up with that? I wonder if Skipper has, like... or. Prime time. If he has red on the side, there, I can't tell. 
That is weird that everyone's wearing red. Mm-hmm. There he is. There's Skipper. Springboard. One-legged kick to P. Oh, spin kick. Another spin kick. Oh, prime time. Oh. Headlock throw on PD. Would you get pissed off if a guy rubbed his forearm in your face on a cover or what? Yeah, I probably wouldn't like that. I would be annoyed by that. Especially when it, like, it's, unless there's, like, a real good reason for it, but, like, that didn't seem like one. What is that move? I don't, the first time he did it, it looked cool. That time just looked like it didn't, why did they have to bend him back to do that first? It's like a sit-out wheelbarrow. It's a face buster, kind of, yeah. It's so weird. That time I didn't like it as much as the first time. Skipper stopping Petey on the middle rope, going for a German, it looked like. But he got elbowed off. He's determined, though. He got him again. Oh, oh but, well, you got doom. it. Here we go. Yeah, but look at look at what's happening. Well, this is top. different, though, because it's all, like, freaking five German, like, back suplex. Ready? Ready? Oh, holy shit. Skipper at the top of it, German suplexed Petey Williams, literally a complete backflip. Full rotation, though. Jeez. That was insane. That was good. We got Daniels, Root, and I think Skipper, all the legal guys right now, right? Or is it, or is it still Saban, technically? Who the hell knows, man? There's three legal guys. The referee don't know. I don't know. It's just whatever. And there goes Daniels to the floor. Petey Williams down there as well. Wait, Red's calling for it. Oh. Holy shit. What a dive. Prime time and rude. Battling here. Oh, like a mule kick by by Skipper before he got hit with an insiguri by Sabin, who's coming off the ropes here. Goes for that tornado DT, but Rude catches him in the Canadian bomb. Nice. I was so oh, play of the day? No. But here comes Petey Williams. He's up on the top rope. Can he cross body, Skipper? Uh oh, he's signaling for it. What a signal. Skip. Oh no, counters. Oh. Side, side Canadian legs. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, I was going to say it a second ago, but too much shit's going on. When Don West said Rude hit him with the power bomb, I was hoping Mike today was going to start yelling in the background. He calls that the Canadian bomb. <laughs> Oh, oh, good recover, though. I mean, for what was he, about to happen. He slipped, yeah. He still came in enough to hit him. But that was Daniels coming in. It's supposed to be a springboard. Yeah. That was nicely done. Like, that was a good recovery. Springboard missile dropping by saving on Daniels. One, two, no, Petey makes the save. Oh and he God. made the save oh. because he knew Daniels can't kick out with that bad shoulder. Damn right. Shot? Oh. No. 
No. Oh, oh nice. Neck breaker. No pin attempt. 10A? Come on. Save him going to the top rope. What is he going to do? Nope. Gamora oh, shoves him off. What a dull jerk. Oh, here we go, dude. Uh-oh. Oh, oh that's good on that, too. Dude, wicked good. Look, Skipper's up, or Primetime's up. Oh, he ducks the kick, though. Kick. Oh, he's like to the floor. Holy oh. shit. BME. So ever. He the hit back of the head. Wow, wow triple X. saving. That, wow. that was a good match. That was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Demore's fucking pissed. I'm actually am a little surprised that Team Canada didn't win that one. He, he's about to start kicking some butt. This is about to cry. Nice. Well, big win for Triple X. A much I, needed face team to win something. Demore can't believe this, dude. He's all like, my guys suck. You're not kidding. Oh. Eric oh, Young Eric. and Johnny Devine coming from behind. Is, right? Is anybody going to help these guys or what? I don't know, dude. This might be a, a just, oh, wait. Oh, I guess security, if that counts as help. To the top. Yeah, right. Dusty Rhodes is like, I knew that you wanted Team Canada this whole time. I knew it. I knew you were going to come and sign the contract. I That's what was it. in the, the folder the whole time. It's Team Canada. I can tell in the hallway you were giving Eric Young that side eye. You don't like him. So here we go. Oh, oh we're backstage with the Naturals. It feels so good. It feels great. Just three weeks ago, we were at the very bottom of TNA. It's true. Because they were on the gut checklist. And tonight, we're World Tag Team Champions. We were the team ready to get fired. Now we're just the team, baby. It's all about us, baby. Is that Vince? Oh, yeah. He doesn't look thrilled. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's about to take him, isn't he? I got one problem with you guys, though. You know, I'm trying to do everything by the straight and narrow here, right? What about this? He's showing the jacket. You guys are going around stealing things. Stealing things from the locker room. Stealing my wallet. Stealing my wallet. <laughs> You won tonight, but I don't know about next week. This is what he's going to do. Next week, we're going to take the clothing that we stole. And we're going to hang it above the ring. And then we're going to take two ladders. We're going to put the ladders inside the ring. Jesus. Okay. 
if AMW climbs up the ladders, gets their property that they stole, okay, then the following week after that, then they get a shot at the tag team titles. Hang on a minute. So they steal their gear, and AMW has to fight them in a ladder match <laughs> to, to get it back. It? And, <laughs> and then get a tag team things, title He's trying to do things by the book. Call the police for that. What are we doing? Oh, shit. America's Most Wanted dives into frame. There was fright on uh, Andy, or, um, Chase Stevens' face. You could see how fast he was coming at him by looking at his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and they did. They hit him hard. They sure did. Dude, if you just think about it, they, these guys have basically been feuding forever. I mean, basically forever. They hate each other. Well, when somebody steal, if somebody stole my ring jacket, I'd be pretty pissed. Well, because if you think about it here, Bob, way back when, Chase Stevens was in the hot shots, okay? They had things in their pants that made their wieners look bigger, and they're the ones that attacked America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Now, we kind of, re- we've replaced, and now we have Andy Douglas, but. Yeah, that's true. So if you just pretend the hot shots were the first evolution of uh, with Cassidy Cassidy O'Reilly, right? Yeah. Right. That's the first evolution of the naturals. The fake wieners, the blonde hair, the attacking America's Most Wanted. Now we have truly evolved to the second generation of the Pokemon, to the naturals. (laughs) We're brawling through the, the whole asylum right now, guys. I mean... That was a very gentle slam by Harris to Andy Douglas in the background. Double ladder match next Wednesday, which sounds a lot cooler than it is since clothing is being hung above the ring. But right, and you know what? They've really burned through these fucking ladder matches. At least for me, I don't know about you, but I will say a ladder match in this case does make sense since then you can re- you have to retrieve the thing because they keep stealing it. So I get the I get what's happening. No, no, no. I get that. That makes sense to me. No, dude. Yeah, All right, if you guys want your ring jackets back, well, no, it should be the titles. ladder match. It should be the titles. That was weird. They just cleared their crowd out just to like chuck Chase Stevens over the guardrail, and like he just landed so right there. You have to. So if I had to get, he's dragging Stevens away. He's lifeless body. <laughs> <laughs> trying to drag him through the crowd. He's trying to help him. <laughs> he's dra- he's just dragging dead away. Like, come on, get out of here. Well, what chaos, dude? Chairs are just everywhere. The the black shirt security people around here are just throwing chairs out of the way. Remember that seat you paid money for? Maybe broken. Yeah, you don't got that no more. Oh. Um, AMW. I mean, you. I would have to think AMW is going to win. Next week, right? And then they get the tag team title match next week, yeah. Yeah, on the final pay per view. But would they would they regain the titles? I wouldn't. I don't think so either. I think that you win the ladder match, they beat them without pinning them or whatever, and then you have the Naturals beat them in a more formal tag. Oh God! Eight man gauntlet for the go. That means eight man go in, and only one is going to come out, and that's me. The King of the Mountain, Double J, Jeff Jerry, J E double F, J A double R, E double T. 
Choke on that slap. Slap my dits. Listen here, slappy. What the heck? Oh, wait, look, they were sick of not doing it in front of fans. So Don West and Mike today have moved to the heel section to cut their promo for next week with this dude who's on camera every fucking frame. I, I didn't mind them not doing it in front of the. Yeah. I thought it looked really nice, actually, but. I thought too. Impact every Friday. That's right. Guys, two days from now, our next episode comes out. We're insane. I know. Yeah. My brain is basically mush. So much TNA. Really? We didn't hear from Jeff Hardy. Dusty Rhodes kind of making it seem like in seven days. So we might hear from Jeff Hardy. Yeah, but is he saying on Impact we're going to hear from Jeff Hardy? No, he said seven days. Oh, Raven and Sabu will be here next week? About time. Are we finally going to hear an answer from Sabu to challenge Raven? Really? Okay. And also next week. Eight-man X-Division tag. All four members of Team Canada. Christopher Daniels in primetime. And Chris Saban and Amazing Red. Huge match. Vince Russo made the announcement. America's Most Wanted versus The Naturals. It's a double ladder match. If NW wins, NW then will win and get the item title shot the following week. What's that? Styles coming out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. AJ. AJ, you got the floor. You can interrupt us anytime you want, baby. I'm a little irritated. Been a pretty hectic week for AJ Styles. Okay, let's see. What's he going to say? I'm glad he didn't, like, mention it. Yeah. Talking about the two guys who said he shouldn't be in the X Division. They got a problem with AJ Styles. He's talking about Frank and Mike. <laughs> that just sounds so weird. Frank. <laughs> Mike Shane and Frank Kazarian. It sounds like two guys that are like in, like in a warehouse. Right. Here's Frank and Mike. They're our uh, forklift drivers. Because I can. I have those belts because I can. Michael Shane. Kazarian. He's laughing. He wrestle he'll wrestle either one of them next week. Did he say and the week after? I think so. Well, if they beat AJ Styles, they can have an X Division title shot. Oh, welcome to the House of Styles, baby. Pick your poison. Put your money where the mouth is. Who's this? Michael Shane. God, they're here again. Okay, he's the new Jared. Too much screen time. Someone yells, shut up. Yeah. 
you're truly the phenomenal one. We don't have to do this week after week. We can do this right now. Right now. We can give these people what they truly want. We can give these people AJ Styles twice in one night. You can take on me and you can take on Kazarian in the same night. And I'll make it easy on you. You don't have to even have to do it at the same time. You can wrestle at the beginning of the night. Then you can rest up a little. And then you can have one of us at the end of the night. What do you say there? Jump. Come on, phenomenal one. Give us an answer. Two in one night. Would it be the first time I had that? Sounds like a plan to me. Oh, wait. Styles wants a stipulation. When I beat both of you. Then you then you two will be out of my X division. Then they go for the tag titles. Right. It's not really a loss. I feel like when champions make rules like that, that's only like while they're champion, right? So then if Styles loses it, then they can come back because it's not his X division anymore. No, because with uh, Cody and Jericho, even when Jericho lost the title, Cody still didn't go for the AEW title. Well, they didn't. That was a little different. He said out of his X division. It's not going to be his if it's he's not the champion. That's true. And Cody's dumb as fuck for that. I'm just saying, but whatever. You what? I think he was dumb for that, but whatever. Well, he's even admitted like that was not a good idea. Yeah, well, uh, we all knew that when you fucking booked it to begin with. But okay, Styles and uh, Mike Shane are fighting in the ring here. Frank's coming in behind him, though. Oh, discus clothesline turns him inside out. Lariat! Styles clash? Oh, God. Frankie could have broke his I know. I was going to say that. Oh. Slingshot cross body onto both men on the floor. Who's this? Oh, security. Yeah, yeah. It's just security. He's about to get attacked. Yeah. No big deal. I got nervous. Okay. Those are going to be two probably pretty solid singles matches. Hopefully. Ken Shamrock talking to Scott Hudson here. We got uh, one match left, too, if you count the end of it. But gone for the gold, Bob. It's up next. We are yeah. at yeah, go ahead. We are at one hour, 37 minutes, four seconds. I own my own island. I thought he was just bragging for a second, but. I only care about one person. Okay, so as you, you did your time check here, we have 17.45 left. We still have a gauntlet for the gold and a title match to do in under 20 minutes. So are, is this going to be ru- like rushed or what? Yeah, this is going to feel rushed, which maybe that's for the better. But that being said, for the way that the show has been like laid out, you probably didn't need to. Right. The world's most dangerous man. Two years later. Holy shit. Do you see that footage? Why is that blurry? That was wicked bad. Is there blood? No. It was just like crappy footage it looked like. 
He's being forced to put up his world title. Blah, blah. Yes, the Elite Guard. See, we've talked about this match in particular, the entire show, with all these little interview segments and stuff. So, like, we don't need a five-minute video package. We really so. don't. And I think, like, this is something that we start the show off, too. I was going to say, didn't they do this in the opening as well? This just doesn't feel like it's needed right here. What means more to you, your world title or your career? Which is a only one way to find out. And that's gone right there for the cold. We are ready. NWA World Heavyweight title. NWA is ready to go. Okay. Russo's controversial decision. These are our taglines. Shamrock looks to recreate history. That's right. First ever TNA era NWA champion. I'm going to call it the, T- it's the first ever TNA champion. And how will the gold affect the gauntlet? That's not true. Ken Shamrock's not the first TNA champion. I'm calling him that. Well, that's not accurate. Bob, I'm calling him that. Yeah, but it's wrong. We're calling him TNA heavyweight champion. NWA TNA, though. I don't know, dude. Raven says that he's TNA heavyweight champion in our intro, so. That's true. That's a spoiler. Okay, we got Hernandez. Starting us off. So, the, I feel like, so we've seen him, we've seen him wrestle before in like six men, man matches. But I feel like this is going to be a nice, uh, can we, what does, what does Hernandez got for us? One-on-one to start us off here. Oh, yeah, is this a know. new song? Oh yeah, it is. That is definitely a new song. Three Life Crew, new single, out now. Buy it on iTunes, but you can't put it on your iPod anymore because they discontinued them. That sucks. Shaky, shaky, boom, shebang. Okay, it's not as catchy as that other one, but oh, Hernandez is going right after him. Okay, we got one minute to see what Hernandez has got for us before the next person comes in. So that leaves us, Bob, with a total of what? Well, there's two already in, so. Everyone should be in within like the six minutes. Right. But that's that not, that like still what? doesn't leave us a lot of time. Seven minutes or so in the show. Well, that's you got to eliminate everyone. Too. Well, then you have to. So the title match would be like four, like three minutes long. Dude. I mean, it's technically part of the same match. So we got to stop looking at it like it's a separate match. Uh, that's I mean, that's true. So technically. It's a continuation of Gone for the Gold. Does that ma- technically that match isn't like over the top rope anymore? They have to bring in an official and everything, but some of these eliminations are probably going to be in under a minute. They have to. Yeah, and I feel like it's one's about to happen here soon. As oh, I thought, Ron was going to do a scissor kick. No, no, he, he just did a kind of a shitty crossbody. He can get caught, and Hernandez. Oh! oh, he showed us one cool move, and here comes Onyx, who Sergeant Onyx. <laughs> Yeah, 
Okay, one minute until someone else comes out. Presumably, someone to help killings here. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This is gonna sound bad, but it's kind of funny. So remember, have you seen the footage of like the mini Booker T, like 2001 with the Rock? I think so. Yeah. Onyx is like kind of like the mini Mountie Brown to me. <laughs> is it because he's jacked, but he's shorter? Yeah, but like when he did like the stop, like duh. It's like yeah, what okay. Brown would do. Double DDT counter uh, by Ron Killings there. I see. I see that. Three. Two, one. Is it over the top? Is it over the top and pin? It has to be just over the top, right? I think it's just over the top right now. Jarrett? I was not expecting Jarrett really. Uh, no, dude. I was not expecting. Oh, look, dude. He's wearing this gear right here. Hold on. Hold on. Does he have the shirt on? He doesn't have the shirt on. That doesn't count. Well, he's going to take that off, I'm assuming. Three on one. This Since when does this happen? I like that. I didn't expect that. I hope that Collier comes out next, and then it's just four on one. Nice drop kick by Jarrett. Take that, hardcore Holly. Best drop kick in the biz. Jarrett does have a really nice drop kick. He does. And he's going to suplex killings. Oh, a stalling? Delayed vertical? Got him down. Look at that. Devastating. Up to the corner. Ain't I great? Ain't I great? Oh, I should do uh, Indian notes just before I forget. So Ken Shamrock, his la- his last match prior to this was losing to Josh Barnett in New Japan by disqualification. Holy crap! He also had an exhibition with uh, Nakamura. Really? March sixth. Conan now here. Five minutes. Conan came out to the old Three Life Crew theme, just for a reference point. Rolling Thunder clothesline. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the last one I'll mention here is on February 2nd, 2004, Shamrock wrestled the Predator to a double DQ for UPW in California. And then so the only, random. The only other news here is for Chad Collier. He defeated Deuce for HWA in Dayton, Ohio. Wow, everyone's really busy this past weekend. And apparently that deuce was was Eli Drake or L.A. Knight as well. Oh, wow. I did not realize that when I looked it up. But yeah, that's all there is for this match. And for the rest of the show, there's nothing else. So. 12 seconds, so the next guy comes out. Obviously saving Shamrock for last. Look at this. What is Killings about to do? A double leg drop to the groin to Onyx and Hernandez? That looked like it felt great. Yeah. Oh, shit, Collier. Oh, my God, God. I forgot about him. You just said his name. just did his fucking indie. I know, and I forgot about him in this match. I was like, oh, yeah, it's PG James next. I was like, wait, what song is that? Collier's looking smaller. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. When we first saw him, I was like, wow, this guy looks pretty impressive. What is happening here? I feel like they're just stalling. I feel like they're supposed to do something with Jarrett there, and it just didn't work. Oh, okay. 
Onyx is like, fuck it, leg drop. <laughs> There's it kind is, of it, not much really, happening right now. It just feels like they don't know what to do. They have no idea. Onyx clotheslines are on killings. No one's eliminated yet. Jeff want, Jeff is trying to shove Chad Collier out of the way so he can get in a stomp. That's silly. Okay, here comes BG. Three live crew. Three live crew. Two be getting rowdy. Yes, and thank you tonight. And we got one more guy, one more guy left in this match. And that is the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. Atomic drop by BG James, and he does this stupid thing with his knees that I hate. Oh, pop up, and then he gets his leg out to drop Jared on it. Actually, it's kind of funny to see this because the real Double J is fighting Double J here in TNA. That's true. If you want to hear more about the real Double J, you guys got to check out Icopod. Me, Bob Kong Jr., Austin Skinner. That's right, yeah. Jesse James has, in fact, returned. Actually, I don't even know. But by the time this airs, who knows what's happening on Icopod. He could be a tag team champion by the time this airs. He really could be. That's the thing. Who knows? Conan just has a dragon sleeper for no reason I call here. But is he? Oh. He just got eliminated. They don't even let him stay one second, but here comes Ken Shamrock, who's looking pretty damn good. Shredded. <gasps> he did just beat up chemo, so I guess. Holy oh, shit. Slam Collier. Oh, belly to belly. Oh, down he goes. Get him, Onyx. Sergeant. No, shit, countered. Jumping leg kick. Uh-oh. Overhead? Nope, belly by suplex. Oh, I thought it was going to be overhead, too. And a reminder, apparently Ken Shamrock has a torn rotator cuff during this match and is getting his ACL checked out just a couple days ago. I totally forgot about the rotator cuff. So this dude's fucked up, and look what he's, he's gonna doing. He's going to pick up BG James with a... Oh, down he goes. <laughs> Jeez. If it wasn't torn, it's torn now. Oh, Killing's going after uh, Ken Shamrock. You guys should probably, like, maybe worry about getting the Elite Guard and Jared out first. Yeah, why are they going after each other? I thought, oh, Shamrock only cares about himself. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. He's on his own island. Forgot about that. Of course he is. You know, he just thinks he's better than we all are. He is. Oh, you're right. You're right, you're right. From the octagon to the hexagon. That's right. He should feel more comfortable in a ring that has more sides than you know what to do with. BG almost out and Ken Shamrock and Ron Killings up. No way. Shamrock got eliminated. You got to be. Oh, he's pissed. Oh, my God. It's got. He's throwing the stairs, dude. He's pissed. Dude, it's got to be because of the injury, right? I would have to assume so. Are we serious? We just were talking. If they don't do Jarrett and Shamrock like they were supposed to do two years ago, what is fucking wrong? And here we are. It's got to be the injury, but holy shit. He's Break whipping the table. I would, count. I would count. I would count that. 
Um, he's hitting the table. Down West looked like he shit his pants, which I don't blame him. I would too. Dude. Look how he's holding it. Oh my god, dude! If I was he's that fan, I would have pulled my pants. Oh my god! <gasps> don't you swing it, Don West? <laughs> Especially the way he's holding it, dude. Yeah, Don is like Don's been rolling down hills. He's almost fell out of his fucking chair trying to avoid a chair shot. He, he swung the steel chair at Don West. <laughs> Knocking down security. You're getting no. an ankle lock on Chris Vaughn. No, he's going to break his ankle. This guy this guy has a job. He's, he's just dragging him up the aisle. He's done. Security's not even touching the guy. They're just like, don't do that. Stop. Oh, back, back to the ring. Onyx, Onyx is out. Chad Collier out. Here we go. It's got to be. They're doing it. They got to be doing Ron and Jared again, right? But yeah. I doubt BG James. Oh, BG James Hernandez, both are eliminated. His Ron was sent into them. And now we're down to Jared and Killings again. Ref just got in and made it official. One hour, 51 minutes, 29 seconds. And now it's NWA World Heavyweight Championship rules. Pinfall submission. Pop up. Sit out, power bomb, spine buster, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. He threw him on the mat. Devastating move. Absolutely devastating. I'm very disappointed we're not getting Shamrock and Jared, even if it's just for a three minute match. But I, I mean, I, I feel like the crowd, dude, hear the crowd, they're silent. I think because people wanted Shamrock and Jared. I fucking wonder why, dude. I think you're right. I think it's got to be because of the injuries. It's got to be. I'm hoping we'll have some notes on that on our next episode. Because like I can't imagine that Jarrett, or like maybe Shamrock didn't want to like lose or something. That pin, I don't know. Figure four in the middle of the ring. If that was on a torn ACL, Shamrock would probably be tapping out. So. Yeah. Oh, Onyx the elite guard is still ringside. Where's Collier? Oh, that's a good question. He's I around. See Onyx and Hernandez. <laughs> Collier. Oh, there's BG and Conan. Maybe they told Collier to go backstage so it looked even. Oh, maybe. He's got to be over there, though. He's not, though. I don't know, man. Maybe Collier was fired. They, they, they were like, yeah, boy, you're going home. You kept on getting in Jeff's way, uh, you're fired. Yeah, we saw you push him push you, so that means you were in the fucking way. So here's your water and take a hike. Hit the break. Ron's got Jared up, drops him down. It's like a shoulder breaker, I guess. I don't really know what else to call that. Hit him up in like the muscle buster composition. One, two. Oh, Hernandez pulls him out. That should be a disqualification. The ref saw him do that. It was very, very obvious. Oh. Onyx took the ball off the table, passed it to Jeff. Rudy Charles, distracted. Ron Killings gets hit in the face. Jarrett tosses out of the ring, goes for the cover. One, two. BG pulls oh, Jarrett off. That should be a disqualification. No, Jeff, I sang your songs back in 95, and I'm not doing it again for you here tonight. I ain't, I ain't your roadie no more. Oh, Collier brought a guitar. That's where he was. He had to go get the uh, guitar. Okay, I like that. 
Wait, Shamrock's out here again. Shamrock took the guitar. Oh, dude, he's going nuts with the guitar. Look at him. Ah! I've been wanting to do this. <gasps> he hit Just killings. Fucking smashed Ron Killings with it. It's because he lost to him in August 2002. Jared's retained the title. Okay. Swerve them, baby. You gotta swerve. I got a couple things to say about this. Well, they're basically saying that it, what it sounds like is he thinks that or it was killings that eliminated him or whatever. So that's why he did that. Wasn't it everybody? The sad thing is what you said I feel like makes more sense. <laughs> He's still that's pissed. And we go off the air. Okay. Um... Reign, reign of terror baby <laughs> i mean th first off that is literally the perfect opportunity to have him screw jared jared loses the belt in a not clean way right i mean that how that's perfect yeah man. um i love it it's good booking it's just i just i'm confused I, I, I'm going to still say, without knowing for sure, it's got to be the injury, but, like, I still don't have to be happy with what happened. No, I, I think you're, I think that just makes the most sense, is that is, he's hurt. So you don't want to maybe put yourself in an in, you know, investment situation where it's like, oh, we have to. Which I totally understand. You know I mean, like, oh, he might be unable to wrestle next week, so we can't do this. Yeah, but so I'm, if you, I but if you know of the injury, why are you using him? Right. Uh, this is I just I just gotta tell you something really random because I went back on the show. I had to grab an image of something. I didn't notice this before, but during the D'Lo Brown and Mon D'Lo Brown and Monty Brown match, the King of the Mountain cage is like sitting tucked in behind the stage. You can like see the red cage just for fun, fun little reference. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just chilling over there. I thought, that was kind of, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, uh, weird, but I don't know. I guess besides, besides the wacky finish, Bob, what did you, you think about the show overall? Um, I think it's a productive week or a productive show. Because, like, I like that, you know, tornado tag. Again, quote-unquote tornado tag. The six-person, six three-tag team match, really. Whatever they call that it. Yeah, that was a good match. The AMW natural stuff, uh, I don't hate the way that they put the titles on the naturals. Uh, am I necessarily excited or interested in a ladder match for their gear? I don't know, but I'm sure the ladder match will be fun. Right. Because they usually right. are. It's just an overdone gimmick at this right. point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the main event, that was, I would say, not good. I mean, it certainly wasn't uh, great. And I'm saying not good because they just were, like, seemingly lost. Well, it's right. What to do. So that was kind of a bummer. I, I, will, I would give this a very slight thumbs up. 
Yeah, I mean, I think overall I like the show. I agree with everything you said, though. But it, it's definitely like, and I feel like this is going to be a question for a while. What are, what are we doing? Yeah. It's like it's it's weird because it's I feel like we we know what's going on in the X division. We we're getting even a little bit of story going on with this Kazarian and Michael Shane instead of just having great matches all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it's like in the heavyweight division, it's the uh, Jarrett. I don't know. Right. Listen, and that's not that being said, I didn't necessarily want Ron Killings to win back the title here either. But like, come on. Something different. Something. Well, I don't think we were bound to get anything different out of this. Out of that main event. Well, we should know better, yeah. Because if it wasn't going to be Shamrock and Jared, I think it's pretty obvious that Ron would be inserted there. Right. And do you think that Ron, I mean, I know it's, you know, a cheap finish or whatever, but I mean, the guy has been pinned by Jared now. Seemingly a handful of times. It's probably like really two. But like realistically, maybe, it's two. maybe this is like enough for Ron. I think it's I think it's time to to do something different. Yeah, I think I would turn Monty Brown babyface, which I think you I think you could do. Absolutely, and their in, their interaction alone on this show, well, could, could turn that way. Well, and that you know that might be what's next. But I know that I'm just going to get pissed off again if we see that happen. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, in two days, we got Impact, though. We don't know really anything that's going on. Except Goldilocks made it seem like we're going to find out her new X Division wrestler she bought. That she bought. We're going to find that out on Impact. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited for Impact. I always am. And then we we already mentioned what's kind of going on on next week's pay-per-view. So, I mean, get some stuff to look forward to, and um, hopefully it'll be good, and we can uh, have have some fun. Hopefully we will uh, find out why Ken Shamrock would do what he did today. That's actually an even better question. We do need to find that out. Why, Ken, why? And if it's not because he beat you in 2002, then what is it? It makes the most sense to me. Come on. Well, Dallas, you know, the only way for us to find out is really one way. Yeah, I can only think of one thing. And that's by wrapping up the show and continuing on. So until next time, when we're back at the impact zone, and we maybe find out just why Ken Shamrock would do the things that he's done. For Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Conley Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.